So what? <laughs> you just have a baby. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I I saw a delay when Rob's speaking. Yeah. Was that delay also for you? I I think you guys were having more conversations that I than I could hear. I couldn't hear him at all. Okay. I didn't know what he was saying. I, I was in the same fucking boat. I think I got to, uh, I have to record uh, separately. I'm very sorry, Rob. I'm, I'll get a hold of you and we'll record over Zoom or Skype with only the sound. Because uh, it also happened when I did Eli Surge and he lives in the middle of nowhere in BC. No, middle of nowhere internet sucks. <laughs> well, where are you again? Are you in Oshawa or somewhere? I, I'm in Oshawa, but I grew up in like, I grew up in like a back road kind of like before, like we didn't even have uh, a satellite internet or anything. We had dial up for like the longest time because it just wouldn't go out there. So I just, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Hello child. (laughs) I don't know how to interact with a baby. It's okay. I don't think he knows either. (laughs) He's got adorable ears. I think they're my ears. They're like, I, I don't know how to say this without being, like, rude. They're almost elfish, but, like, they're cute. Um. Well, so he has my nose, and I've called my nose, like, a who knows. So, <laughs> so it's totally cool if you think he has elf ears. <laughs> Yeah. See, like <laughs> if it was me as a baby, I had these big ass fucking satellite dishes on the side of my goddamn head. I looked like a little chimpanzee when I was a fucking kid. I was missing some teeth. I was like in third grade or something. I looked horrible, and then I got them pinned back. Yeah, well, he's he's not there yet. <laughs> he's had a really really good mix between me and Cash. So. So he's gonna be height deficient. Oh yeah, he's gonna be so short. I feel bad for him. Do any of you guys have tall people in your family or average height people? Um, his dad's average height. My parents are like five foot six at most. So not a yeah. basketball player. No, God no. <laughs> like <laughs> Matt's like five foot four. I'm five foot two. Like we're short people. <laughs> I like so. This question, I guess, is more for Matt. Uh, he's off camera. But so, Matt, at what point did you realize you weren't going to be tall? <laughs> uh, first day I was born. Well, no, no, there has to be a moment that you like look at your parents and you're like, shit. <laughs> when, when did you stop growing? Grade six? Grade two, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's not like Rosenberg in kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, as uh, Chad said, I'm a full fledged Oompa. Yeah, he's an Oompa Loompa. I'm a Boo. We're good. We got the whole weird ass shit going on. Uh, well, I'm glad you're. How has your uh, 2021 been so far? We're a month and a bit in. I am currently bored with a new baby and. I also have an 11-year-old stepson that's now with us. So it's me trying to learn how to do everything at once, as well as try to lose the weight that I gained from this baby. <laughs> I saw you've been doing a lot of like self-motivating like motivating posts for yourself. 
Yeah, I told uh, Cutthroat that I was going to do that because if I didn't post it, then I wouldn't do anything at all, and then I would just stay this way. So it just it's more for me to make it look like I'm oh, like God. it's just to force me to do it because yeah. people are seeing it, right? So. Well, I remember I asked Alexia, like, in the summertime, I think, like, when we recorded Backyard Pro, and I was like, are you posting you working out on your Instagram story as, like, a way to hold yourself accountable of, like, oh, I'm going to do this every day and just post after a workout or during a workout just to be like, okay, every day I do that. Very much like me doing an Instagram Live every Thursday now. Yeah, which is making me feel like a real adult because I feel like I'm being part of something. <laughs> You are. As soon as like uh, wrestling kicks back in, I, I, I real besides Twitter going off today, <laughs> I didn't. I don't even see. I don't even know what's going on in the world. So like, <laughs> what's on Twitter right now? So uh, last night there was a bit of an exchange between some wrestlers, and I think it started. Tony Depp and said, "There's no reason to be slept on anymore because you should have exposure or whatever." And then Nicole Matthews from British Columbia, she said, yeah, she said how, well, in Canada, we're restricted. We can't have wrestling shows. We can't do whatever. We're in the pandemic and didn't even mention the border. And then Myron Reed said, oh, that's all just a cop on a bunch of excuses, which led to Fuerza posting a giant ass note saying how the struggle of not being noticed here. And I'll admit, every time my friends were posting in the summer about Canada needs more attention. Canada needs whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, you're pointing out problems. I want solutions. Come up with fucking solution. Don't just say, hey, production needs an upgrade. Promote who's doing good production. Like, it's all these little things of just, like, figure out solutions. It's hard to figure out the solution, but you've even seen some of the stuff I've done behind the scenes. I, yeah. I want society and our little splice of it to get better, so I have to think, oh, this is a problem. And instead of tweeting about it, I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna talk to people. Cause I'm pretty sure you were one of the female wrestlers that I messaged a group of you guys cause I heard when the speaking out stuff was happening. Yeah. And, I, and I was like, hey, I'm dumb, I'm a dude. Uh, what are some issues in uh, wrestling that I'm not aware of? And you all said stuff that it was hey. like, holy shit, these are eye opening. I've never seen this because it didn't affect me. Okay. Well, it, it's just like it goes back to like what you guys were talking about earlier was um, there was like like with like safe Travis, like how he was like he's like still got that innocence about wrestling and all that fun shit, which I love because I struggle with my gimmick on a like every time like I've been told my gimmick is an insult to women's wrestling. But like the gimmick was given like it just kind of fell in my lap and it got me the exposure I needed. And I've had like a love hate relationship with it ever since because I've been told it's like an insult to women's wrestling. It's stupid. It's like whatever, but it's what got me all those bookings. And like, I'm not necessarily like the best female wrestler in Ontario, but I love doing it. Yeah. And I hate being told that I'm shit without being told what I need to work on, like what it is I need to work on to better myself. Like, it's yeah. so much easier to tell people that they're shit than actually say, well, maybe this is what you need. Yeah. Like, I, everyone, like, all the vets will be like, oh, as soon as someone says, yeah, but I'm not going to, I'm not invested in helping them anymore. It's like, okay, yeah, because they're unaware and they're fucking dumb. But for me, 
I always ask, okay, well, what would you do in that situation? Because that situation clearly happened. I wasn't going to somehow miraculously not be in the situation of like, whatever, we're locking up, we're doing whatever in a match. But you were someone that, you were like a wounded bird when you left Battle Arts. And then like, we started training together at Rips and like, you even got like the Heat Seeker MJF uh, power driver from those yeah. sessions. And like, it, it's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of the uh like the self-confidence that people lack and there's so much that I go oh you're shit instead of helping people and i'm i'm always i i think i'm just so dumb and naive and innocent <laughs> that i'm like yeah anyone can be good at this i'm good at this i'm shit and then i realize oh i work really hard <laughs> like with me it's like i'm so aware that i'm a character and that's what i am and i'm totally comfortable in that form I'm not going to be like Josh Alexander, like so technical, like, you know what I'm saying? That's not me. And I knew that going into this, that that wasn't who I was going to be. And I kind of came to accept that. But then there was like this, so much pressure to put on me because I was like one of like four or five girls actually getting consistent bookings to be just as good as everyone else. And I'm like, technically that's just not who I am. Like, yeah. look at, Lexi Nicole is like super athletic right? Like, that's who she is. Like, that's, and she loves it, and she's comfortable in that, where I'm oh, just fuck. an asshole in real life. Like, you <laughs> know, but I'm, I'm a character, and I know that, and I'm totally okay with being that person, but if people come at me, and they start shitting on me because of it, like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, that's, that's who I am. <laughs> like, I can't change that. But that's what wrestling is. Wrestling has characters. It's a, it's ice cream. There's 31 different flavors. Yeah, like, you're going to get the people that are really good technically that can grapple. And, like, I can kind of grapple. Like, I don't think people realize that because I did train at Battle Arts, and I do know how to do some of that. It's just, it's not, like, I don't feel comfortable in that form. It's, like, a really weird thing. So now when people, like, shit on me, I'm just like, okay, well... Selfie queen, like that right there should be like the explanation you need. Like, I don't know what you were expecting when when you thought like, hey, I'm going to book this chick or whatever. Like, no, I'm a character. That's just how I am. I can't like, like I said, maybe I could change that, but I don't want to because that's where I'm comfortable. Yeah. But like, even with that, it's I, I don't see how that's an insult and character. That's what pro wrestling is. The reason why I like pro wrestling and not MMA or boxing is because there aren't characters. It's people that are just fighting each other. Where I'm I like, mean, but in, in UFC, though, they had McGregor, and he was, like, that asshole. But that worked for him, right? That's the biggest superstars on those levels all have some sort of... Their countdown specials become a little more pro wrestling-ish instead of, well, I'm going to train really hard. And, like, it's those little things. Of, that's what gets people attached. There's a reason pro wrestling's been around for hundreds of years. Yeah, like, I don't know. I kind of rambled because I haven't really talked to an adult in a really long time. So you this don't is a Mad Cash as an adult? No. <laughs> is he, like, yelling at someone in, like, Call of Duty or something right now? No, he's playing, um... What the fuck are you playing? Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight with a bunch of other assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Dead by Daylight was a single player game. I didn't know it was a multiplayer game. Online. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> are you a game player or a game watcher? I play uh, I play games. I play solo games by myself. Um, I'm currently working on three games. Um, until Dawn. 
Okay. Um, Dan, and then Little Hope, and I'm trying to platinum oh. them right now, but I don't have the PlayStation. He does. <laughs> but like, they're all like single player. Like, oh, I go okay. and play by myself, and like, it's like okay. pick your own adventure, and then like, you get trophies for saving everybody, you get trophies for killing everybody, and like, so <laughs> that's just pretty much what I've been doing. Rob, why do you refuse to play it with uh, Matt? And also, Anton says, uh, <laughs> Dead by Daylight is a slapper. Four-man squad fire emoji. What did Rob say about Dead by Daylight? Rob said, shut the fuck up. There's a baby on top of you, and you're just yelling, he's shut the fuck up. He is named after the biggest asshole in the Walking Dead series. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> And he also has Sean as a middle name. So. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> so yeah. he's got, and then he's also named after my friend who passed away before Sean, who is also just as big of an asshole. So you know what? He's doomed oh. to begin with. <laughs> You're setting him up to die young and be a dick? No. <laughs> he's just going to fuck it up. <laughs> now he's holding his face. He's fine. He's going to be good. Is he even a year old yet? No, he's three months. Come on now. Dude, fucking January felt like four months. I don't know what the hell happened in the last four weeks, but shit. January fucking felt quick. Yeah, I know. Dude, the, the first two weeks, I still thought Christmas Eve was like two days earlier. And then <laughs> last fair, week... We had COVID, so it was like hell. <laughs> Well, like, I was I was editing the show and planning that. So it's like, once Christmas Eve, I'm like, okay, I can detox. And then I don't know what happened the last week and a half. I bet I had, like, a bit of, like, a manic uh, episode on the weekend that just it fucked me up. Have you been having those, too? So I haven't had one in a while because there hasn't been, like, a family event that triggered me. And then it was literally, I launched the Patreon last month, and it's going really well. I'm having a great time with people over there. I'm doing, like, random Zoom chats. And I am i don't deal with success well. Because I, I, like, self-sabotage. Yeah, me too. So, so it's just, <laughs> like, I was getting that in my head. I'm like, I don't deserve any of this. And then, literally, I always think everyone hates me. And I don't give people reasons for this, but I just assume everyone hates me because I, I grew up being told I'm a piece of shit. I I think that everybody, like I told, I told Cash the other day, I'm like, I'm pretty sure your mom hates me. Like, <laughs> but like, but the thing is like, but that's how I've always been. And like lately, yeah, it's fine. It's not in the heat. Um, but like lately, so I, I think, I did the pandemic pretty well up until this point. And now at this point, like it's gotten to me and I'm like having like these like really depressive episodes where I'm just like, like I have this baby. I'm happy with this baby. This baby is the chillest baby and he sleeps and like all this like horror stuff that you think would come with new babies isn't here. <laughs> but like, it's just like my social life and money and everything else that is just kind of, like I feel like people don't think I'm coming back to wrestling either, and that kind of shut the fuck. And that that kind of it sucks because like I want to because I need to. I need that like get away from the baby time. Like that's what that's going to be. And like wrestling was there for me when I needed to vent and stuff like that. Like it took me out of work. It take, took me out of school. Being a step parent, like it did all this stuff for me. Now I don't have it, mm -hmm. and it's now I'm baby free. Like. 
body wise and i was gonna be like there's literally a baby on top of you <laughs> here you take the child he's squirming no, I'm no you talked to him last time it's my turn <laughs> my adult time oh, what? <laughs> more jesse less matt yeah you heard the people who said that rob <laughs> but yeah like i just i need the like the, i started editing videos and stuff like Ooh. i'll post them too like i do editing which i mean i could make money off of but i don't well, like it's it's for the fun of it to begin with yeah like, like i i've done podcasting off and on since 2012 i i was planning on launching a patreon for the past year and a half i didn't do that until of uh, four weeks ago like i want to be so productive like so we have matt's oldest with us and i have been and it sucks because he's doing like the online learning and we're trying to get him enrolled into school but right now he's doing online stuff and it sucks for him because i was online school for my last semester of school so i know how to use google classroom and he's like trying to like slack off and shit i'm like no okay so you didn't do this you didn't do that and like he hates it but like that's my productivity now it's just getting on this kid about his grade six algebra shit. <laughs> you're like a baby mama because you have like a baby, but then you're also like a mom of an 11 year old too. So like, it's kind of like a, a preparation thing. So like, it's, is that like a nice challenge for you though? Yeah. I mean, it's giving me something to do, like being pregnant. And like, I was pregnant the entire, like, like I was pregnant like 40 weeks and four days. <laughs> I went over like my due date and so I was just pregnant and like it was kind of boring because like I couldn't move like I'm normally a 115 pound girl yeah. at most maybe 120 but I was 197 pounds by the end of it Oof. so like trying to learn how to walk like that mm -hmm. <laughs> like even now I'm 150 I think 150 something and like just like I tried to run today from like one end of the hall to the other and I, I couldn't do it like <laughs> did you think you were being chased by a monster or were you just like I'm gonna run this I don't know what I was doing I think it was like laundry or something I, I just tried to, or I don't even know <laughs> you tried and that's I, all that matters I, I tried and I'm like man I'm like I can't move so yeah freaking nowhere it is I lost the pacifier I'm a horrible parent here you go <laughs> yeah i also want like i can't wait to bring him to shows too i think that's what i'm pretty excited about uh -huh. because i just i feel like i could just bring him and like he'll just go places and i won't even know it's like a family event i'll bring him i won't know where he is but he'll come back at the end it'll be fine yeah <laughs> i think that's how my my sister's friend's family treated me at wonderland oh really yeah but they didn't come back to look for me i security found me in a magic show Oh, well then <laughs> these are real stories like i don't fucking understand how i have all these sitcom moments in my life it's like i've been small like super small all the time so like i was the kid that got into like places for cheap because they lied about my age uh i thought you were gonna be like hiding in cupboards no i did <laughs> <laughs> i hid under tables cupboards i'm really good at manhunt <laughs> <laughs> Well, the last man you hunted was Matt Cash. Yeah. And here I am with a child. <laughs> better or worse than the last relationship, though? Way better. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the only benefit of that was mustard? 
Yeah, I still don't even what have much. <laughs> he didn't like cash. <laughs> <laughs> we have Maggie now. Yeah, fucking dirt dog. I don't know if you can see <laughs> Or is she right there? Yeah. You see her? Ah, oh, she's awful. <laughs> I think no. you guys are possibly my favorite couple. <laughs> what did we do? Hey, bitch ass dog. You bitch ass dog. <laughs> yeah, that's our life. We have a bitch ass dog, a bitch ass cat. Bitch ass kids. Yeah, it depends on how they act. <laughs> CJ, multiple C's and H and then 19XX says, would you be willing to share a childhood story? But like, what childhood story? <laughs> like, this is not very specific, CJ. Uh, pick a topic. I'm sure me and Jesse could figure out some bullshit <laughs> story around it. Like, it's a good story. I like that Rob just keeps yelling at Matt not to talk. Shut the fuck up, Rob, or I'll fucking stab you. Hey, he probably heard you say shut the fuck up, but not the threat because of his shitty internet. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. He was cutting out a lot, dude. <laughs> So, like, I'm literally, there's little points where I try not to show frustration, but then there's, like, little point where I literally have to bite my lip, and I'm just like, I'm going to have to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> Elementary school stories. I got married in grade four. I got slapped by the biggest girl in grade five. <laughs> grade, yeah, I got pinned to a fence and kicked by a boy in grade five, too. Pinned and kicked. Yeah, it was fucked. All I heard was Rob dot 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 talk. <laughs> <laughs> you you smell it. He's chirping you. Yeah, I'll fucking smack him. <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, where I, he lives. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, I do. Yeah, so far though. Fucking Milton ass motherfucker. <laughs> that's not the middle of nowhere no but no, he, he, it, no, he it, does it's in Milton just the middle of fucking nowhere <laughs> like I feel like he could be neighbors with dead mouths like that's how in the middle of nowhere it was it's like, it's like almost like serial killer like middle of nowhere kind of yeah I go for drives there all the time it's about 30 minutes north of me not Milton where I would uh, I think during the pandemic was bad I now know where I would drop off bodies <laughs> I got lots of places, man. No, it's okay. We don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Milton is what I'm saying. It definitely. I haven't even taken cash to like where I like where I lived in the middle of nowhere yet. Wasn't it like Kingston, Belleville ish? It's Kingston, and then so I lived and grew up in like, in the city, and then we moved. I'm a street down from Dead See, told you, um, but like. When my mom started dating her now husband, we moved out to his place that he built on his own and owns like all this like land for hunting and stuff. Like it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> but it's off camera, you can't see. <laughs> There's a lot of shit talking from Rob. You should probably take that up with him. <laughs> it's okay. You won't be talking shit when I see him. <laughs> Rob has my belt, actually. Which belt? Young blood belt. Oh, you got it back? No, I didn't get it back. He has it. Guilty pleasure song. What's my? I have so many. You used to have shitty taste in fucking music. I Yo, like I've been on a Megan the Stallion kick lately, and I'm very afraid of my vocabulary. My my baby really likes her. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, likes watching her or likes the music? No, likes the music. He'll likes watching who? 
listening to Megan the Stallion. Oh, I like Washer too. The fat ass. Yeah, see. Okay, so I I want to uh, I would say hook up, but I I would like to date a woman over six feet tall. I think it would be an interesting experience. But you're not that short. Well, I was gonna say for Matt Cash is how I feel about a six foot tall woman the way he feels about someone that's five foot four. (laughs) 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 I had a. I had a buddy named Joel, uh, Joel, and uh, he was legitimately like a five foot four black dude uh, when I worked at Cineplex. And he said, "Any woman over six feet tall is a man." <laughs> I'm not a man. <laughs> no. uh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, have you ever had relations with a taller than five foot ten woman? Five for ten? No, no. I think the tallest I've dated was like five seven. Okay, okay. It's not too bad. <laughs> if Cash ever dated a tall woman, she would pick him up, literally. <laughs> <laughs> He's really fat right now, actually. <laughs> well, okay. So I like the fact that you're shaped like a Lego minifigure. Like me or Mac? You. <laughs> like I see it as a compliment. You're very like you. You don't look fat. You literally look like you could fit in a square. Like if there was oh, a robot. No, I just I stopped smoking and during the pandemic I gained. I'm like two forty one now. Fat cash. It sounds like something Alex would say, yeah. but. <laughs> No, it's Rob put the pH. Rob put the pH. Um, it's because like my one of my so my pregnancy craving foods were chicken nuggets from McDonald's (laughs) and KFC poutine. So he was like that (laughs) that whole phase. Like, yeah. Rob (laughs) says you don't look fat. You're just ugly, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He's full of it, eh? I'm waiting for him to say no. Matt Cash is full of it. <laughs> At least I know when like Thursdays are now because of you. So yeah, that's pretty much how I know it's Thursday. Dude, I didn't even know today was Thursday. Like a couple hours ago, uh, the person I grabbed weed from, she messaged me and she's like, "Hey, I'm out this week. I'm gonna grab it. Uh, I'll have it next week." I'm like, "Oh." I forgot you told me to text you on Thursday. I forgot it was Thursday. Yeah, like, I don't know what day. Like, I have, like, a mommy calendar. <laughs> and so I, like, highlight the days now. So I kind of keep track so I know when, like, kind of where we are. But then I'm like, oh, wait, Albright's live. I'm like, okay, it's Thursday. And, like, I have a desk calendar. I have a Seinfeld calendar across from me. That's still in January, which explains why I don't know what fucking day it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I had to explain Groundhog Day to the eleven-year-old, which was weird. <laughs> was How did just you like, explain that? How did you explain Groundhog Day? I don't even. I don't even remember how I did it. I was just trying to explain to it, and then all you hear Matt yelling was, "It's fake," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, like, my bad." <laughs> uh, what's it called? Uh, Sean Gibson actually posted a story that he went to like the place in Pennsylvania where the groundhog comes out, like the Wolvington, or it might be Ontario. I don't fucking know. But apparently, this is during his drinking days. 
And he got so drunk, like, he drank until, like, 4 a.m. and had to wake up at 5.30 a.m. to, like, cover it or something. And I'm just like, that is white people summed up. We we have ideas of adventures, but we don't have the balls to just go on the adventure. It's like, well, we need a reason. Groundhog Day. (laughs) You can't do it on fucking January 20th or February 15th. It needs to be... Yeah, well, to be fair, St. Patrick's Day, I am doing a special uh, porn parody podcast. Oh, my God. I'm going to, I have two guys uh, that actually review, like, shitty backyard wrestling. And I told them, I'm like, oh, I've been on your show twice. Like, you guys need to be on my podcast. Let's look up porn parodies. CJ asked Linkin Park or Limp Biscuit. I'm going Limp Biscuit. I'm going Linkin Park. Linkin Park. Ooh, you guys have good taste in music or something. Year we talking about? Oh, shut the fuck up with years. Well, not this year because isn't like one of the dudes dead? <laughs> well, yeah, he fucking died like three years ago. But I was talking about like early Limp Biscuit or late oh, Limp Biscuit, early Lincoln Park, late Lincoln Park. Well, Lincoln Park actually has like a discography that lasts more than four years. Well, the thing is, like Lincoln Park, they go from heavy down to soft, right? I'm sticking with Lincoln Park. It was my favorite band, and then when Chester died, I used Paper Cut as my entrance music for an entire weekend. There's only two days in a weekend. Okay, whatever. No, I did like three shows that week, I think. I don't remember now. Either way, you say a whole weekend. That's that's one weekend. There's 52 of them a year. Whatever. At least I'm not like JT Kirk and fucking blend all their music together into one entrance song. Yo, JT Kirk is hilarious for the fact, like, uh, you want to talk about fat. I called him out on getting relationship fat. Isn't he? But he was, like, super, like... He got lean, and then he got a dick sucked uh, regularly, and then he gained some weight. (laughs) Then why isn't Matt Grant bigger? I I think he has, uh, like, internal issues. I think he can't eat enough. Being the wish edge. Being the wish for shit. I was, uh, I miss shit talking people so much. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe that'll be a Patreon exclusive show. I'll invite a bunch of wrestlers on. We'll do a giant Zoom chat and it'll be like battle raps, except just roasting each other promo styles. And then at some point, you know, it's going to get personal. <laughs> Like, I wonder if people actually take me seriously when I shit talk people. Like, I'm like, no, that's just how I deal with my social anxiety. Like, I just sit there and I'm like, I want to shit talk this. Like, me and Mason, like, fuck Mason. <laughs> like, <laughs> I saw a oh, photo no. of him holding Evil Uno and you couldn't see him. So I, uh, I, I texted that to someone and said, this is my favorite photo of him. Oh, my God. I love Evil Uno. He broke his toe during the seminar that he hosted right before we wrestled in Barry. Did he really? <laughs> Legit. So he like went to like feign kicking the apron, but he didn't realize the Barry ring has a bar on the bottom. So he just fucking kicked it with no shoes on. And like his toenail was peeling off before we even wrestled. That's gross. That's. I don't think people book him enough. You know how you were talking about like, how Ontario is like it's like kind of all like the same people over and over again. Yeah. Nobody books Evo Uno enough or Stu. Well, so they, I mean before before AEW. 
Well, yeah, before... Well, I think it's like Smash kind of fucked shit up for people for a long period of time there. Of just, like, keeping them restricted because there there was so many Smash shows that they couldn't really do any other promotions. Yeah. But, like, uh, Super Smash Brothers always see four guys because they're out in Quebec. And Uno, though, was making... Because I even talked to him. At the beginning of last year, he was making a concerted effort to wrestle more because... Yeah. He didn't realize his AEW contract when you're taking taxes, living in a different country, and all this. He's like, "Oh, I thought I'd be making more money." So he started hustling. That's why he was even going to be on a crossbody show to face Wheeler in March. Like, I think Uno was going to be fucking everywhere in Ontario by the end of throughout last year. Yeah, like, cause he's one of my like out of all like he's my favorite vet wrestler. Like, can't like. Just in terms of, so when I first went to Acclaim Pro, he was my first match. Yeah. And he literally, like, broke it down to me, like, this, he's like, I'm already booked here on a regular basis. He's like, this is your time to, like, show the booker and all that, like, what you can do. And so that's when the selfie queen gimmick kind of actually, like, escalated. Like, it kind of built from that match. Mm -hmm. And it started with the spot where I answer my phone. And my mom calls me and like, we just kind of go from there and he helped. It was between him and Freddie. They were kind of helping me build that gimmick. So I respect Uno so much just because he's been doing this for so long. And he, and he's even like, even still working for AEW, I could message him anytime at any point, And he'd be like, okay, well, here's what we need to do. Like, this is what you need to do. This is how you, he's the one that gives me the solutions to the problems that I have. Yes. And I, and he doesn't act like he's a big, hot shot guy still he's no. still the same guy he was probably when he started <laughs> and yeah. i respect him so much for that well i feel like legitimately talented people are are super humble for the fact that they realize oh this isn't a gift from god that i randomly just got these powers that i'm good to decent at this thing and they understand like that hard work and they're not. They're also not afraid of their spot, so they understand this is an opportunity for you. Let's let you fucking shine. Yeah. Who in AEW has the best entrance? Moxley. <laughs> he was ready for that. <laughs> Did you say Moxley? That's what. Yeah. That's a cash idea. Yeah. That's a solid one. Uh, I think like pure entrance. Kenny Omega's heel entrance is so over the top with the intro and like the girl sweeping that I'm just like, I can't not like that obnoxiousness of it. Ooh, all right. What's up? <laughs> when are you having that episode about shitting your pants? <laughs> I feel like it's just a continuing series. It's just a bunch of different stories from people. Did you shit your pants recently, Matt? Oh, but I got stories. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I, I will do a very special video episode, so everyone submit your videos. Record it and send it to me on Facebook Messenger, and then I'll just do a collage of a collage <laughs> of poop. Oh, man. I, I got stories, man. Holy fuck. <laughs> this is like for the past, like, 10 years, too. What'd you do? Try to fucking drink alcohol in your ass and just shit everything? <laughs> no, well, like... I'll He's got you, a bad stomach, okay? Yeah, like, I have a fucked up stomach, so, like, I gotta watch what I eat, because sometimes, like, if I eat something, I'm in the bathroom within, like, like 10 minutes. Cool. Yeah. 
Don't worry, don't worry, ladies. He's taken. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the, the LCBO and I was on the uh, the second floor doing uh, order picking and shit. <laughs> and all of a sudden, my stomach just goes. Brrr. I'm like, oh fuck, this ain't good. So I, I tried to drive my machine because I thought it'd be quicker. But dude, I got to the bathroom before I closed the door. It, it just exploded. So I had to like Spider Man my way into that bathroom. <laughs> So I like I ripped off my underwear. You throw it out? Yeah, I threw it in the garbage. Yep. <laughs> and then I tried to like I'm like, well fuck man, like I got shit on my leg now. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> like on my leg, and I'm like, I gotta get to the fucking locker room to try and clean this off. Because these <laughs> the showers in there. So I'm in the bathroom for like 25 minutes of trying to how like figure how the fuck I'm gonna get out of the bathroom. <laughs> so the fucking first floor. So I'm like, here we go. So I go out to the side, get to the bathroom. Then my supervisor comes in. He's like, you okay? And I'm like, no, nah, I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got to go home. He's like, okay, you sure? I'm like, yeah, man, I just, I'm puking everywhere. <laughs> and, then, and then I had to sit in traffic going home. I work downtown Toronto, so sitting in traffic, I was like, oh, my God. You're literally sitting in your filth. Yeah, literally. And the bad thing is, like, the showers at work, damn, they, they don't even work. They're not enough power. Oh, man, it was terrible. I'm like, oh, man, so I cleaned up the best I could. And fuck, man, like when I when I went up to the entrance, like the security guards there, I walked on like on an angle. I'm like, hey, yeah, see you guys later. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but, yeah, I got stories if you fucking want some. So actually, uh, Easy e and Rex started like a morning podcast. It's like 30 minutes, Monday to Thursday at 6 a.m. <laughs> That was morning shit. Like, what is that? No, the, the spoiler alert. They filmed two episodes a night at, like, 10 p.m. or 9 p.m. I, so. I was worried about that. Yeah, it's not live. And uh, what happened, though, was uh, Rex made a joke about shitting in the shower. And then he's like, no, I've never done that. And then Easy, he's like, I don't even piss in the shower. Like, if I have to pee, I'll get out and pee in the toilet. And I'm listening to this. And I'm just like... I was a disgusting fucking child. I'm like, I definitely pooped in the shower. And like, because <laughs> everyone jokes about, oh, if you poop in the shower to like waffle stomp it down the drain. But I'm a little smarter than that. I don't want to get poop on my foot, like especially your own poop. Uh, <laughs> so I, I just turn on like the shower, like the faucet part of the shower and just turn the bitch to like really hot. So it just disintegrated everything. Oh my God. <laughs> Once again, Stop. my life's a sitcom. Here, I got this one. Okay, I have poop, <laughs> poop stories. But it's not. But it's not poop though. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so labor is very interesting. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. So I went through midwives. So they said don't, and it, like especially like through like COVID, it's very like don't go to the hospital unless you have to go to the hospital. So don't call us until you can't breathe your contractions. So my contractions started like 10 a.m. that day. And they're okay, like whatever, like it, it hurts. Like I'm not going to lie about that. But I'm like, they told me that not to call them unless I couldn't breathe through them. So I'm like trying to tough it out. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be a bad bitch. I'm gonna, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off. 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> We're in bed, and Matt's like, are you sure we don't want to go to the hospital? I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm fine. I got this. I can do this. 
Matt, well, were you freaking out? Because if I was in this incident and she's trying to like just put it off. Oh yeah, you've also gone through this a couple times, yeah. right? This ain't my first rodeo, brother. So fair, fair, fair. I would be like, are you sure you don't want to go? Like I have the car running the whole fucking time. I turned it on at 10 a.m. It's 3 a.m. It's still running. I gotta go to the gas station. Oh no, no. And it, it's like, okay. So I'm like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. And like I'm trying and like they hurt like a lot. Like it is they don't like explain it to you like how it like it hurts but it hurts and so nobody explained to me like what the sensation of the water breaking essentially would feel like so have you ever played super mario 2 at one point i did like the one where he throws the turnips and shit like that i don't remember i get him the head a lot there's a there's a bad guy birdie she shoots like eggs out of her mouth okay Okay. Yeah, birdie. Okay, whatever. You look it up, you'll get it. I understand. So when your water breaks, it's like a pod. So I'm like, tell, I look at Cash, like, I'm totally going to shit myself. Oh my God, I'm freaking out. Like, we're in bed in like, like in the like dark at 3 30 in the morning. And I get up and it's just like, whoosh. And I'm like, I just shit myself. And it totally was not that. It was like a water breaking. And I'm like, this is not like the movies at all. How, <laughs> how big was the mess? Uh, it actually wasn't that big, actually. All I mean, over the bed. Yeah, it was on the bed. So. <laughs> I called my mom at 3.30 in the morning, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was fucked. I was, like, calling everybody. I'm like, I don't know what to do. They're like, call the midwives. I'm like, shit. <laughs> and then they came to your house, and they like, she, ex- like, examined me and stuff, and then we left. But I feel bad for my dog because, like, there was so much commotion, so much commotion. And then we're in the hospital until like the next day. I didn't have the baby till like seven p.m. Yeah, I called. Uh, I had to call uh, hard, hard body. body. He came down and took my dog. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would have frightened the dog even more. I don't know. And then like we had people that would come and like so we had somebody come in <laughs> clean up the mess for us. Like it was good. Like I was, I was great after the epidural. Like that was like it. I just slept for hours. I was like, yeah, you know what? Like we're good. <laughs> Oh, I totally forgot if you want uh, the elementary school story. And I was trying to tell Rob it before his shitty internet fucked me up. I legitimately didn't drink until a month before I turned 20. But there was a two-week time span of, uh, what's it called? Um, In grade, I want to say, like grade six or seven, that apparently my sister had like wine coolers. And I thought they were just juice. Until I got yelled at one day. Who drank all these wine coolers? And I'm like, I did. What's a wine cooler? It's like, oh, it's alcohol. I'm like, oh, okay. But I'm also drinking like wine and coke at my nunna's for lunch on Sundays. <laughs> oh man. Accidentally an alcoholic. Accidentally. I used to drink in high school. My friends were older, so they'd buy us liquor. My mom would give me money knowing I was drinking because I'd call her the next day and be like, I'm hungover as shit. And she's like, well, at least she told me. <laughs> like, like we had a pretty open relationship i have a younger mom so like that's how we were if i was honest with her and i told her stuff then she was more likely to trust me and let me do like things <laughs> i uh like so let's go down the like the part of your side then uh what's the what's the craziest the first time you got not sober either smoking something or drinking that like really went oh fuck like the first time you had that oh fuck moment 
uh, probably the first time I ever took a bong hit. I was so I worked at Red Lobster, so like kitchen parties. Okay. Like, if you work in a kitchen, it, it's kind of like wrestling, but they drink more, way more, and it's just like I took too much of a bigger like of a hit, and like in the middle of like the entire party, and I blew back in, and it's like in my everyone's face, and I'm like shit. <laughs> The, the first time I ever smoked weed was uh, we were at a party and uh, I leg- the only advice I hear from people it's don't smoke don't hit a bong for your first time and also like my first time. <laughs> yeah so legitimately the advice don't hit a bong but also like if you're gonna smoke a joint stick with the joint if you're gonna have a pipe smoke with the pipe I did fucking everything. I had a, I had a fucking a little bit of a blunt. I had a cross joint. I had a regular joint. I had a pipe. There's one moment that they're trying to show me how to hit the bong, and then uh, one of my coworkers was just like, "We're basically teaching this fucking boy how to suck dick right now." Because they're like, "Oh, <laughs> breathe in, but don't blow. Like, don't use too much pressure, but wait." And I was just like, "What?" <laughs> Oh and Ontario God. Gumby in the chat said uh, he's been drinking since he was 12. He lives in, like, the middle of nowhere, like, north of Toronto, Barrie. So, also, saying kitchens can be wild. I I have never finished Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential book, but in the first few chapters, he mentions that there was one kitchen party of a wedding reception that the fucking chef was fucking the bride over the hood of a car. That's amazing. I wouldn't even be surprised. Hey, things are wild, but like, eh, whatever happens, happens. He wasn't married. <laughs> I like that CJ's still asking random questions that don't even relate to what we're talking about, but here comes the pain or no mercy. I'm going to say here comes the pain. Yeah, here comes the pain. Yeah. Woo, yeah, we're all on the same page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like what do you guys have to are you guys happy with the pandemic going on while you have the baby because now you don't have that going yeah. outside or anything really see I don't know like I I want my friends to come and meet him right and they like and a lot of my friends live in Toronto and some of them are really cautious about COVID so I'm kind of missing that portion of it and then like all my doctor's appointments uh shut the fuck up shut up (laughs) fucking in rain coming in on my shit (laughs) um but like i went all the appointments by myself like matt would wait in the car but i go in alone so i'm sure like there are some point like there's some things like i prefer it but no, I feel like I'm missing out on things, and I don't think I'm ever gonna have another kid. So I just, I'll never know what it's like to have act like the like the gender reveal with with him and stuff like that. Like it's kind of. Did you guys know before he was born? What is gender? Yeah. 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 Did you guys? Well, you said you were doing the appointments by yourself. So did you find out through like the ultrasound? Um, yeah, so it's funny because there's I was a head, a there's of, fingers, and that's a penis. Well, that's weird. Like, they make you sign a waiver because if they get the gender wrong, I guess people have sued them before. Oh, so she's like, Oh, did you want to know the gender? I said, Yes. She's like, Okay, well, 
I can see it. Like, the gender from, like, because apparently he was just, like, open for the world to see him. So, uh, she's like, I need, to sign, I need to sign a waiver first. And, like, this appointment sucked because you have to drink a lot so that they can see the inside, like, like for the ultrasound so they can kind yeah. of see everything. But I was there on time, drank, like, fuck, like, four bottles of water. And then they were, like, an hour behind. And I'm like, I can't like, and you're, I'm like five months pregnant at this point, I think. I'm like, I have to pee. Like, this sucks. Like, I'm totally prepared. I'm like, it sucks. Is there oh. a specific reason you think you won't have another kid? Um, labor was really hard. Yeah, I got a bisectomy. <laughs> that too. Um, uh, you can get that reversed. Yeah, it cost ten thousand dollars now. Is it really? Yeah. Um. No, labor for me was really scary. Oh, he spit up. That's why he's upset. Change him. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to get you an Indiana Jones whip for uh, Matt. <laughs> boring. Uh, no, like he's an advertised baby. Like he was like seven pounds, what, 13 ounces? Yeah. He's an advertised baby, but I was dilated for so long yeah. and like they couldn't fit. Like, so I originally had two midwives. One for me, one for the baby. But it took so long, and it became so complicated, and I couldn't figure out why. I ended up having, like, six doctors, three nurses. Like, there was just so many people in the room, and I'm just thinking, like, maybe my body's just not. Like, like, you kind of know at that point. Like, I was going from, like, giving birth to potentially having a C-section to them thinking about back, like using a vacuum, and I'm thinking, I'm like, this is scary. Don't fucking kick me. Like, like it's kind of scary when you like go in with a plan, and then like you have like six different plans like thrown at you because of my. I just think my body's too small. Did you did you feel like you were a uh, like an alien, or you were abducted by aliens, pretty much, and they're just like poking and prodding you? Yeah, at that point, yeah, like he was like, he, and like it was weird because. His heartbeat was matching my heartbeat sometimes. And then every time, like, I would push, he would kick me. And I'm like, this kid is... And, like, his heartbeat was happy. Like, he was a good... He was a strong baby. <laughs> and, like, he just didn't want to leave. He's kicking you to, like, put up a kickstand, like, trying not to escape. Like, he's looking at me right now. Like, what are you looking at, kid? He's like, why'd you push? <laughs> <laughs> I was so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, like, he just... He was moving like 16 weeks pregnant, which was like kind of earlier than most people would feel their kids like kind of kicking around. And like, thank you he, for uh, saying that because I wouldn't know. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know I'm learning. Um, but like, yeah, he was like a vicious kicker. He still is. Like, he gets so excited. Like, he's so chill and he's happy. Like, I've heard like horror stories of like babies, but like this baby's all right for now. Like, like legitimately, everything I've seen of him, like even during this stream, he's just. He's he's a baby, but he doesn't seem to be behaving like a baby. Like he yeah, seems more like a toddler almost, or like a year and a half. Yeah, like for like it, like it's it's weird because I keep going back because like the only thing I really know about like new parents is like TV and movies and stuff like that, and like just from friends confirming stories like oh this baby doesn't sleep like whatever, but he sleeps and he'll like sleep in with me if I want to sleep in. He'll like drink a bottle at like seven and we'll go back to bed and he'll sleep. What's his bottle of choice? Is he a honey guy, a tequila guy? <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Jacob LCBO with him. It's like, you get any bottle you want. 
we uh we i just tried like the baby cereal today tonight for the first time he was so excited like so baby excited. cereal yeah elaborate please uh pablo so <laughs> it's like it's like um so he's formula fed so he drinks like the formula but this is like stuff you put it gets it's like space food that's how the best i can describe uh, okay. it the powder and you put like liquid in it and you mix it in and you give it to them very exciting i think that's how you make crack also well probably (laughs) (laughs) there i've I've watched a lot of things on crack recently that's like the buzz drug right now on documentaries is it really i i is it really crack yeah there's a whole netflix documentary that came out a few weeks ago just called crack oh i saw that but then I saw they came out with, like, Friday and stuff, so now I kind of want to watch that. <laughs> uh, Space Monkey is actually introducing his girlfriend, I think basically, like, fiance-ish. Uh, she's from Japan, and he's introducing them uh, to all these, like, old comedies. And there's a couple of comedies that he showed her. I, I can't remember what they are off the top of my head right now. But uh, she, <laughs> she was like, why do you think this is funny? It's like, I, I just kind of grew up with it, but uh, apparently she did enjoy Friday. Friday's hilarious. Matt won't watch it. I'm like, it's, it's so funny. Like See, I feel like everyone just gets uh, drunk at work. Even at, when I was at Cineplex, I got paid to go drink at the Boston Pizza. Oh, I love where I love you. I was a ser- Listen, I was a server bartender. Like, trust me. <laughs> Cineplex was the best drunk. Dude, when I worked at Cineplex, I had so much game, but no execution. A new girl (laughs) starts working there, and the first shift we worked together, on break, I'm taking her up to the roof. I'm figuring out if she drinks, I have summers be ready, and if she smokes, I have a bowl packed in a pipe. Know what what didn't happen? Any relations. (laughs) I I punched out a guy when uh, when I worked at Cineplex. That was fun. I uh, I threatened multiple. Uh, I believe they're called guests, not uh, customers. And uh, <laughs> I won. So uh, people have sexual relations in the movie theater, especially uh, at three in the afternoon at the smallest theater where they're just completely butt naked on the top of the theater. And I've never ran faster than running from booth downstairs to grab my buddy. And instead of going to the theater, we went back upstairs to the booth to be like, look at them. I don't want to ruin the mood, but then uh, I was cleaning up theaters, and there was a couple there, and there's clearly, okay, this person's watching the credits, and while the credit rolls, we can't be like, yo, get the fuck out, there's nothing here. Uh, So what happens is I see, okay, there's a dude sitting there watching, oh, there's a head, oh, the head's gone again, oh, there's the head again, like, oh, he's getting dick sucked. Uh, That's <laughs> Sorry, like the first movie because the first like movie would be like what like eleven eleven thirty. Yeah. So I, I go into this one movie. I just see two guys with like you know the with a uh, chair in between. I'm like oh, okay whatever. And then I seen a girl. And I'm like yo, this fucking girl's going skiing on these two guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just watching them for a little bit. Yeah. Like kind of weird. Yeah, but fucking. Yeah. <laughs> It's very much, it's like a car crash. Like, we can't look away. But we're also, like, a little bit jealous. Yeah, it's like, yeah, this guy's getting fucking What the fuck? This guy, what you say? But what I did in this instance was I had no time to wait for this guy to finish, literally. 
So I, uh, I grabbed my socially awkward Asian friend and I was like, yo, Anthony, can you clean up theater 16 for me? Theater two's breaking at the same time. I gotta go clean it. And then he's like, yeah, no problem. He cleans it and then he sees me like five minutes later and goes, did you know someone was getting their dick sucked? I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, dude, sorry. He's like, I just stood there. The credit stopped. I, I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, yeah, real sorry, Anthony. <laughs> Oh, Cineflex. I love that job. Oh, that, I, now I kind of miss working in bars and seeing that shit. That was fun. What was the craziest bar thing that you saw? Bar? Okay, because nightclub and bars are two totally different things. Um, okay, I'm assuming you saw people fuck at a nightclub, so... Uh, yeah, and I've seen people... Oh, I've almost been trampled so many times. I got into fights because, like, for some reason, guys think that rules don't apply to them when they're in a nightclub. And so I've like gone into guys' faces because they've slapped my ass or like they they just have no respect. And I'm just like, no, this is not how this works. So a lot of like the girl, like I was a busser, but like the bartender service, all of us, like we were like, we were like thugs for some reason. Like it was like, I was a totally different person then. <laughs> like... Like, I just didn't take shit from anybody. I kind of wish, like, I was like that in the wrestling world, but I'm not. Oh, thanks, Keith. <laughs> um, but then bars, like, the bar that I worked at, like, this, like, dive bar, and they decide, sometimes they do live music, and there was a ska band, and people were moshing in, like, the small-ass bar, and then somebody got cut with something, and there's blood everywhere. And I'm, like, standing there, and I'm, like, this is not normal for here. Like, you should not be moshing in a small area like this. <laughs> Dude, uh, Evil Uno has a great story of being stabbed once at a club. What? So, I got a text now. <laughs> so, apparently, uh, I'm pretty sure I remember this story properly. And it, it helped me feel better as a fat guy that I'm like, I think I can survive one stab. Uh, his story was, he's in a club, bunch of friends, and then he hear, uh, he just randomly yells, I wonder what it's like to be stabbed. And someone just goes, oh, really? Like, yeah. And then he, the guy gets really close. He doesn't know this guy. And then there's a whole bunch of scuffling. Uh, like, a big brawl kind of happens. That guy gets taken out. And then when he leaves, and I think, like, he's going to a McDonald's for, like, post-club food. And then he, like, feels his side. And then he's like, oh, shit. I'm bleeding. And then he didn't realize he got stabbed. And the dude that stabbed him, his brother got kicked out of that club the week before for bringing a gun in there. Oh my god. Was this in Quebec? Probably. Oh yeah, it makes sense. Probably. Well, what's crazy is like, so the bar that I used to work at is across the street from Cam H. Like the one <laughs> on the college in Spadina. Mm -hmm. And like, the shit, and like, so I, I, so I recognize, like, this chick kind of looks sketchy, and like, we're not supposed to serve them if they're from Cam H. Like, it's like, I don't know if it's like a legal thing, or if it's just like a it's thing a that we have. So I ID this chick and she's like, I don't have it on me. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't serve you. And she's like, does this count? And she shows me her like Cam H like hospital bracelet. I'm just like. I thought she was going to show you her tits and you had to like guess like a tree. Like how, <laughs> how ovulated is, are these areolas? No. <laughs> she like shows me like this bracelet. I'm like, yeah, no, I can't serve. Or like whenever I got into a fight with, um, like just like crackheads, like they were just really big, <laughs> like certain, like in the summertime, and they'd come in and like I wouldn't serve them. Like 
you're food. Like they would just like say stupid shit. I'm like, and that's why I'm not serving you. Like it's. <laughs> you know, I still regret not fighting. Which guy? I fucking totally. Fucking oh, there's yeah, and then Matt almost fights people too. So. <laughs> Matt, who'd you recently try to fight? Uh, last guy was the guy at Max work. His name was uh, Tully. He's like how like what six foot five? Yeah, he's like six foot five. And he's just the the biggest shit talker like ever. And I don't I don't like that shit. If you're gonna talk shit, I I don't like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I we called him out. We're outside. I was having a smoke and I called him out. He's like, "We talking to man?" I'm like, "You're the biggest fucking shit talker." Rah rah rah. <laughs> I'm like, "I really don't want be the fuck out right now." But Matt, uh, Jess's friend was holding me back and. I would have felt bad because he's like really skinny and <laughs> it's like if I if I punch him, it's like fucking punching like a little kid, you know what I mean? Just bigger. So you said six foot five. Legitimately, where would you be able to punch him? I I could definitely hit his jaw. Because <laughs> I would have pictured I feel like you're scrappy enough that you're like kidney punch and then right in the face. No, definitely go well, I might go for the knee first, but I, you just need to get them down to like a shining wizard position, uh, hopefully best. Exactly. It's like I, back in like high school, I fought this guy. He was like same size as this taller guy, and uh, yeah, I kicked the fucking shit out of him twice. Once again, you're stocky. You got all this, but I'm picturing you punching up like Mario, like punching <laughs> a fucking boss. Scott Pilgrim in that one fight that he had. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not like that, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I can reach. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen you in so long, Matt, that I I don't know what your proportions look like now. And now I'm just picturing you're one of those, you know those old cartoons that were like a circle with like wiggly arms and shit? Like there's Mr. Grumpy <laughs> and like sad pants or some shit like that. That's what I'm like, I don't know how long... Uh, is Matt's uh, palms, like, rubbing up on the floor when he walks? <laughs> He's a mouth breather. What? It happens. It happens. I'm not smart. People think I'm smart because I'm able to talk a lot. It's I listen. and then I, I teach him things. Pardon? I can teach Matt things. Like, it's funny. <laughs> what did you? Oh, he was playing with this lottery thing today, and he's like, what the fuck's a brooch? And I'm like, oh yeah, my. I never heard that word in my life. <laughs> Isn't that like a clip for women's hair? No, it's it goes on their shirt. Like here, oh. like it's, yeah, it's a it's women. Like, it's predominantly worn by like older women. Oh, well, then how the fuck am I supposed to know? Do you ever watch? Um, yeah, Beverly's younger woman. You but do you ever watch Riverdale? Oh no. Okay, because Cheryl wears the one. Yeah, the spider. That's a brooch. Okay, there we go. He he watches Riverdale with me. <laughs> He's forced to watch Riverdale. Exactly. Yes. Do like and legitimately my, I forget what show specifically my mom because I was just talking about it with someone. But my sister used to watch Gossip Girl, and I just oh. happened to be in the living room, so I don't know any characters' names, but I kind of remember storylines. <laughs> I could, like, I used to read the books a lot when I was a kid, but then, like, trying to watch this show, I just, like, I can't get past season two. And I tried. I tried really hard. I just, I like, couldn't. Oh, my God. The books are so much better. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's just, yeah. I can't, I don't know what it is about this what? show. It's just translated into, like, 
TV or movie, like it's just not good. It's just an, it's like annoying. I'm very happy that I'm not this charismatic, but like at 17 right now, because like I definitely like bitches. Like I don't know how else to say that. I forget her name. Uh, the dark-haired girl from that show, though. Uh, um, Le- like, it's like a weird name, too. Yeah. Like She did that song with Cobra Starship, yeah. like that one song. Good Girls and- Go Bad. Yeah. I, I, whenever I see those characters, I don't know if it's just like... I don't know what it is, but I'm just like, yeah, she could probably punch me in the face, but like I think <laughs> I'm for it. <laughs> one of the characters is the lead singer for, what is it, Pretty Reckless? Yeah, the uh, the sister, right? Yeah, Jenny, and then oh, she was also nice. Cindy Lou Who in uh, the Grinchy Stole Christmas. <laughs> uh, the Pretty Reckless has some of the best softcore porn fucking album artwork. <laughs> yeah. there, <laughs> there's one specifically of like a symbol on her back, and you kind of see like the cusp of her butt, and I'm just like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm for this. Watching the baby eat his beard right now, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh. Well, I'll let you guys go. I need to figure out another time to chat with Rob. That is, I was, I, I believe Rob might still be watching. He hasn't shit on Matt in a while, so I don't know. Uh, I was very concerned because I've not had full conversations with Rob. We've just been in the same room. And he, yeah. he just, I think it's also like being in your own house, having like a video chat thing. So many people are comfortable that they come out of their shells. And then also you have an idiot host like me that's like, so how many times have you pooped yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I, you never ask that question. How many, uh, like, have you pooped yourself? You got to say how many. You got to preface it by going, hey, no bullshit. We've all been there. How many times have you visited? <laughs> At least I can fit in with, like, the weird ass. Like, I'm, like, the weirdest person in labor. Like, I... I'm still me, but in pain. Like, it's just it's weird. I feel like I, you were yelling at the doctors. I was. What was, like, you said I was funny, right? Yeah, you had the epidural. Yeah, well, as soon as they drugged me up, I was good to go. I would just say, like, weird shit. <laughs> I just saw a fucking, I don't know if it was a TikTok video, but I don't have TikTok, so I watched it somewhere else. And it was, a girl went to the dentist and had, like, surgery done. And she was told, like, she couldn't drink from straws or, or smoke yeah. anything or suck anything. And so she's like, I can't smoke weed. And she like kind of cries like, yeah, you can't inhale or like breathe that anything because of stitches. And yeah. she's like, wait, I can't suck dick. And she just starts <laughs> crying. And she's like 16, 17. And her mom's in the room. And you hear her going like, Megan, stop. She's like, but I can't smoke dick. I can't suck dick anymore. And she's just crying for like a week. And it's just like, I think everybody should get a, whatever it's called, uh, anesthesia and get a little <laughs> fucked up. Uh, just so like they reveal. It's like, oh, yep. Uh, so my daughter's a slut. <laughs> Well, but like the thing is, like, so like the epidural, it just relieves like pain. <laughs> like it's not even like you breathe it in, you feel funny. Like I was Don't just people relaxing. poop themselves when they get an epidural. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you can. Yeah, I think like because no, you don't they, really they, feel they poop much. Themselves when they're pushing. I didn't poop myself. I was really disappointed. 
I was almost born in a toilet. My mom went to go to the washroom and she almost pushed too hard. I, I think, think that's why my whole life. Somebody else right. like that. Pardon? I think I know somebody else that has a similar story. <laughs> There's a reason that I make a lot of poop jokes and I'm okay with it in my life. Except uh, I'm not into scat play. No, not for me. <laughs> no fecophiliac for this girl. No wee. <laughs> I, someone actually uh i was on a zoom call earlier and someone mentioned like they they do like flotation devices like personal life jackets like custom and it's like yeah so it can be used for like water sports and she kept talking luckily because i'm definitely gonna make a oh we know water sports joke <laughs> I didn't know what that was in all the Craigslist personal ads I used to read. <laughs> oh, Craigslist. Dude, Craigslist personal ads were like my favorite like joke website I would visit every day. I dated a guy that had left his like laptop open to a Craig like answering a Craigslist ad. What was the ad for? Trying to prostitute. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, um I don't know. I didn't like <sighs> Like, he was just, like, looking for a hookup, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that was, like, so beyond, like, anything I was used to. I'm like, who goes on Craigslist? Like, <laughs> I I joke that uh, the personal section, not the misconnection, but the the men for men section and the women for women section is the most extremes on the opposite end of the spectrum. And I had as a stand-up bit where literally the, the woman for woman section would be like, Hey, I'm trying to get into better shape for the summer. I want a new workout buddy, like 6 a.m., looking for another female to work out with. I'm not interested in dating. I'm happily married. Uh, I just want to get in better shape. Hopefully, like, maybe Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 6 a.m. at the YMCA or whatever. For real, I do not like women. And then the men for men section. It goes, I'm a 40-year-old uh, straight dude. I've been married for 25 years. But I'm kind of curious what it's like to suck a dick. <laughs> totally straight. Totally straight. Happily married. But I'd kind of like to know what it's like to have a eight-inch black dick in my ass. I'll host. Send pictures. <laughs> <laughs> these are genuine ads. Why am I not reading these more often? Oh, no. So there's been a few tragic days in my life. And it's not like when my pets have died or loved ones, it's uh, Craigslist personal ads got shut down, I believe about maybe 2013, 2014. And then Tumblr- Look at Travis down there. <laughs> <laughs> I finished my FaceTime, what's up homies? Uh, and, and then also Tumblr stopped showing porn in December 18th, 2018. I, I think I might get that tattooed on me. I'll never forget that day, fuck 9-11. <laughs> oh my God. I, I used to love looking at porn on Tumblr because it's like watching porn on Shuffle. You don't know if you're going to get a photo. You don't know if you're going to get a video, a GIF, or a collage of Vine videos, which seems real weird when you're jerking off to a dog uh, singing a song. Oh, that shut you up. <laughs> what? That's what I thought. Oh. He's yelling at me. What? Oh, don't you give me that attitude. Look at this kid talking back to me. It's less talking back and sounding back. 
Yeah, we can't really say much right now. Do you ever just, so I even asked Tarek this question of like, do, do you ever just look at him sometimes and go like, I made that? Oh, I do it every day. <laughs> like every day. But I mean, I show them to wear off once he starts like, you know, pulling my hair more and hey, mom. kicking in the chin and shit. Taking you in the shit and pulling your hair. Are you talking about uh, Negan or Matt? <laughs> At this rate, Negan. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's like it's like a weird like love that you like. It's like a weird love that you've never really felt before. It's weird. <laughs> well, I've never felt love before, so any love would be weird. <laughs> Your sad emo bullshit. I'm the like most wholesome emo kid ever. I'm probably going to go back to my emo roots, I feel. Well, you're not. You never <laughs> left. I know. <laughs> going to go back. What the fuck? So, it is not dead. You listen to the music. It's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> Did they all kill themselves? Oh, my God. I, I, I always laugh when you post, like, a throwback photo, because I'm definitely like, this would be the MySpace selfie. Oh, that's why I did that one um, picture as like a MySpace thing. Cause I thought it was, and then I'm like, maybe I should start doing like that whole like gimmick. Like I could start like, I don't know. Like, oh my like, god! If you did promos that were like, no, like iCarly kind of like the fucking perimeter around it, like it's live streaming, but like you'd list like your top eight every week of like favorite people and shit. No, I. So I've been. I really wanted to go back and like change my gimmick altogether, but then I started thinking of all these really obnoxiously weird. Okay, hold on, Maggie, stop biting the cat. Thank you. Okay, sorry, dog. Um, <laughs> like, um, I want to re-bring up like the whole space, like MySpace thing, and like I thought it'd be funny, <laughs> like just like like kind of like you were kind of saying, like that's what I kind of want to do or think about it or just somehow make it create i don't know it's I've all had a lot of presentation <laughs> i know how to like bullshit and editing like pictures like, you know what i'm saying like i know yeah. enough like i did x amount of school and film and stuff so i'm sure if i really really wanted to i could pull something out of my ass and like make it hilarious or something <laughs> tommy said once you're emo you're emo for life mostly because yep. your life is going to be pretty short because <laughs> 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 Oh, like, I I feel extra emo because all I can do is wear camo pants because that's the only thing that fits me right now. <laughs> but, like, I feel like camo pants aren't emo. They are, they're more anarchist. Yeah, that and a little bit of rave. Yes. Are you just, like, when you're bored with the camo pants on, you just go in the washroom and turn the light on and off, and you're like, ooh, back in the day, and then you're like, this isn't as much fun without Wally. Yeah, you know what's really funny? It's like now, somebody asked me like if I would do it again, Molly, and I'm like, honestly, like now as an like just where I'm at in life, like it's a commitment for like hours, and then like the hangover is like two days for me, and I'm just like, oh, it's such a commitment. <laughs> <laughs> don't you hate when drugs are a commitment? <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't even know if it's gonna mix with my antidepressants. That's where I'm at in life now. I'm like, is it gonna mix with my with my antidepressants? I'm like, probably not. 
Oh, well, you guys are the fucking best. I, I need to have a proper podcast with you guys. Uh, but actually, next week, I didn't tell anyone yet, but uh, Instagram Live next Thursday is going to be me and Randy Bino. All the seven people watching are going to know this now. Yeah, I'll, I'll post a fucking Instagram thing. I got to go to sleep. I didn't sleep properly today. There's a whole bunch of Ontario drama going on on fucking Twitter. Well, now I got to go on Twitter and look at it. I want to see. Uh, start at Fuerza and then look at the quote tweets. Okay, I will. <laughs> Uh, he actually texted me when uh, this was going on, and I'm just like, I can't look at this, but uh, I'm curious. <laughs> it's yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to like look at it because. Yeah. What, what's so funny is I always have an idea for like a random vague tweet or random Facebook post that's just like legitimately vague. It's just a series of events that I've seen repeat, and one of them would be like, oh. Not just because you post it. Because I hate when people are like, well, I posted on my Facebook. Did you not see it? No. I probably unfollowed you, to be honest. But no, I did not see it. Uh, and it was uh, literally, what's it called? Uh, just because you post it doesn't mean everyone sees it. But it feels like everyone sees it when there's some sort of a reaction to it. Yeah. <laughs> and you never know. Just because people don't like or retweet your shit. Uh, it gets seen, it gets screenshotted, it gets passed around. And, uh, oh, don't worry. I am. I have a screenshotted of many of shit that I just keep on holding on to. <laughs> because uh, I'm an asshole. Pardon? Because I'm an asshole. So I, I will ask you then because you're a female. You also said holding on to and I wanted to make a joke. I was going to ask the question. I'm like, it's nothing bad from me. You definitely didn't have a screenshot from me. But how many dick pics do you have saved? Oh, I don't save those. Those are gross. But, like, I mean from people in wrestling. Oh, see, I've been lucky in that sense. Like, the things that happened to me were more, like, pictures of my crotch when I was doing a suplex and stuff like that. So I don't act... Oh, wait, one. I have one. <laughs> Sorry. That was a ramble, and then I remembered. I have one. <laughs> I love To be that. fair, like, the speaking out thing, like, movement happened when I was pregnant, and so it's... <laughs> All a blur. Well, I, I know you're going to be like Mama Jesse Mack when wrestling comes back and you're just going to uh, you're just going to strain people out and I'm just going to be in the corner drinking a jug of water just laughing. Well, okay, so Psycho Mike gave me a, like, a really good piece of advice because when, when we were training at Battle Arts, he's like until you reach your three-year mark in Ontario in, like, in Ontario wrestling, keep your mouth shut. And I'm like, okay. So I did. I kept my mouth shut. I'm in it for like almost like three and a half years, four years. I'm like, now I can kind of, you know, like now I feel like I can defend myself or I can, you know what I'm saying? So now I'm going to. I, I stayed back. I took a lot of shit, but now I'm kind of like over it. Yeah, but I'll do it like, respectfully. Pardon? I'll still do it respectfully though. Like I'm not going to be catty about it either. I'm just going to be like, well, that's wrong <laughs> like i i think it's a misconception in wrestling of the whole uh mouth shut ears open because that leads to a society of just like sweep it under the rug don't talk about it and yeah. uh aka the uk scene uh and what happens though is it leads to people thinking that they can't speak up where it's like no once you know more things and your opinion is weighted 
you can speak up just pick the time and place and have that experience and it's just like you're gonna make mistakes you just need to hopefully have people there that will smack you in the back of the head and then point you in the right direction as opposed to just tossing you off the side of the road yeah so i'm probably gonna be like that (laughs) travis says i talk way too much see here's the thing about people seeing everything but not seeing everything there's a dude I think, uh, I don't want to name his name because I actually don't know who he is and I'm not friends with him on Facebook, but Travis, um, what's it called? Travis, Evan, and a couple other people like screenshotted his post about women's wrestling is trash. That Rumble match was a proof of it. And I don't even... Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so I, I kind of know the guy. I've only seen him at seminars. I think I saw him wrestle once five years ago. And... <laughs> And literally, it's like they're guys. These guys are putting him on blast, but then also like, what's the point? No, he's an idiot. No, they can put him on blast. He's an idiot. It was the women's elimination chamber, and he said it shouldn't have been main event, and it was like this whole thing. No, this was last weekend from the Rumble. Oh, who the fuck did? Now I have to go fucking find this stuff. Like, I, oh my god. Moondaga buddy, I think it was. Maggie, what are you doing? Oh, now I gotta go. Find, I I am like the internet creep. He's set up. He's Travis, set up. send those screenshots to Jesse. Please? <laughs> well, so what's something that uh, you're three months into being a mother? What's something that uh, if there's one motivational quote or just like, fuck my life, like, what is it? Or I feel lucky that my baby is not an infant. I don't fucking know where I was going with that. Oh, um, like just like the like changing kind of thing? Yeah. He's outgrowing as like like he when he outgrew his like newborn clothes. That was really hard on me. <laughs> Aww. But I don't know if it's like hormones or not. But like he does like he's he's kind of like slowly holding up his head now and stuff. Like he's like changing. Like he's bigger. He's doing more. He's more talkative. Like it's just like I just I can't let go. Like I have his. I'm saving his outfit from Christmas. His outfit from his when he was taken home, what he first wore. Um, I bought him a Valentine's Day shirt that says "My uh, mommy is my Valentine." <laughs> like, like these are things I'm gonna keep. Like, there's like certain like milestones. Like, I hit every milestone. Like, that's the kind of mom I am. Like, I'm gonna do the cake smash. I'm gonna do like the every month update. Like, that's just that's just how I think either our generation or that's just the kind of mom I am. You Which definitely- is annoying. But <laughs> you definitely seem like the you buy a chest to put all the baby clothes in later on. Yeah, like I told I told Hacker that I would save my clothes for him, but we'll see which ones I can part with. So, well, he's also having a baby girl. Is he having a girl? Yeah. Okay, then I'll get my unisex clothes out then. Is anybody else pregnant? I have Not so much baby clothes. <laughs> It was like the thing to do to get pregnant. Somebody else. Oh, Bradford's pregnant. Yep. He's having a girl. A lot of baby girls. Yeah. Not, <laughs> Not Cash. Cash can't have a girl, even if he tried. Well, the whole joke about uh, how to have a baby girl versus a baby boy, it's uh, have a bigger dick. <laughs> you a small dick. No, the <laughs> other way around. The other oh, really? way around. Um, I just outed you on Instagram. To nine people. <laughs> <I'm>... 
Hey, it works at like 75% capacity now that it's snipped. <laughs> My bitch-ass dog. Wash your fucking pussy, okay? Wow. Whoa! Whoa! You can do this on a podcast sometime it's together. It's 11.30 on a school night, as Kobe Durst would say. Oh, I miss Kobe. Dude, I get high with Kobe now and we watch AEW every week. It's fucking great. <laughs> he he wa- he got into the stock market a few months ago and he actually had AMC stock and that's one of the things that rose up during the oh, really? stock shit. It's my life being a sitcom. So everyone on Patreon, I started doing a weekly podcast with Kobe and he's talked about AMC stocks for three weeks. And then on the fourth week, it blows up. So like this side story we've had during this whole time it's like, oh, shit. Okay, this has been my life in lockdown. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. So my dog is the world's biggest asshole dog. Likes to jump on you, bite you, all this stuff. The baby? No. She, she's clean. Oh, yeah. Hold on. This is a hardcore guy, by the way. Hey, look at what the fucking dog did today. <laughs> I can't see it. Oh. You can't see the scratches? Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's when I was trying to cut her goddamn nails. Yeah, but with the baby, she's an angel. Well, she's like looking after the baby, and uh, Matt Cash is a little bit intimidating. (laughs) Yeah, that's my life, and yeah. You're just watching a dog lick a baby. (laughs) (laughs) And talk about poop. And to my baby, I talk about poop. Like, you talk about poop a lot as a human being. Being a parent, you talk about poop a lot. How many times have you been pooped or peed on? Especially because you have a baby boy. Have you dodged the stream yet? No, I just, he just pees on me. And I'm like, you know, he peed on me after I gave birth to him. They put him on me and he peed on me. <laughs> That's rude. Yeah, welcome to adulthood and parenting. I haven't been pooped on. I've been lucky, but he pees on me. At least like twice, like twice a month. I'm all right. I'm getting better at it. A little more regular than a period. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Love you, Matt. Thank you, Jesse, for being on. I'll talk to you guys soon. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Have a good night. Boom. And I think that's it for tonight. I need to uh, figure out Rob again. Uh, to private chat. Thank you for joining me. Tra- uh, well, yeah, Travis, thank you. Uh, but Tommy, Ontario Gumby, CJ, Mike Forte. Sorry, I didn't get to interact with you too much uh, during this. Uh, but yeah, Tyler Colts. Uh, I, I love and appreciate all you guys. Thank you so much for uh, doing this. Uh, on the Patreon, the last Friday of this month, it's going to be fucking Kenta Kobashi versus Samoa Joe from 2005 at ROH and maybe Necrobutcher versus Samoa Joe. I believe that is, I have a, I have a calendar here so I can see. February 26, 8, 8.15. And then next week will be Randy Bino. Actually, on the 25th, the Thursday, Instagram Live, it's going to be just insane. So get me those questions. It's not going to be a PG show. And uh, yeah, I have Karu coming up, Blake182, PB Smooth. I have a lot of great guests coming up. Uh, I'm really excited for it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining tonight and everything. Have a good night to you, too, Gumby, Mike Forte. Uh, I, I can't wait to do the uh, the uh, roundtables in the future. Uh, a couple more weeks will be another Open Lines, probably the first Thursday in March. But I'm going to go to sleep because I think I've slept 30 minutes since 
What day was yesterday? Yesterday was Wednesday. I came home. Okay, I slept like an hour after me and Kobe hung out. So ever since like 2 a.m. yesterday, I've slept like 30 minutes. And I got to go to work today at like 4. So I'm going to go sleep. Have a great night, everyone. Stay safe, sane, and healthy. Especially sane. Fucking Twitter is going crazy. Have a good night. Appreciate you all. Thank you. Patreon.com slash Brendan C. <laughs>